episode 36 of I guess we'll do it that way. The Rollers Diaries. Bon chance to the cast and crew. Yo dog. What's shaking bacon? I'm sitting in the windowless guest room of my house. Because mm. the other guest room is the office. Which mm-hmm. is occupied by Tara and our first AD Theo Brown, who are they're working on a schedule. Uh oh. So I'm I'm exiled to the office, where I will soon be getting on a call with my DP, and I am also listening to my dogs clack around because. They want to be in here with me, but then they, you know, they don't want the door closed because they want to be able to go wherever they want. You know, it's kind of one of those situations. Right. <clears throat> they got to, they got to suffer for your art. Yeah, exactly. Which is part of the reason the sound might not be up to snuff because, uh, you know, because I don't have my normal setup for. Oh no! These well. Reasons. Hey, we do what we got to do. So they're making a schedule for what? For shooting for the whole or movie. for movie? They're scheduling out the eighty-something scenes that we need to shoot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's crazy. So this is down to the wire. I saw you guys mm-hmm. are getting your nails did. Yeah, we got our nails did. I got purple for the patron saint of rollers, Prince. Whoa! Yeah, got you purple. got your finger. Oh no! On your fingers and your toes. Toenails painted. Now my fingernails, I just got buffed. Ooh, buffed to a fine sheen. Mm-hmm. I really couldn't believe how sheeny they were. So you and the um, cast and the crew went out there? Um, it wasn't like the whole cast or crew. It was just like a, a smattering of us. This is what you call a team building exercise, huh? Something like that. Um, or a, it was an fun. icebreaker. Get to yeah, know you. It was, uh, well, it was probably just a good way to relax amidst all the chaos to sort of prove to the universe and whoever else is listening and we're not scared you know you guys are going full steam ahead you're not scared at all i'm not scared of anything um <laughs> i'm not scared of anything but my own brain john last night yeah oh man i'm gonna read you i, I sent this text to uh, my good buddy grant withington who was on mm-hmm. last week so now you all know him mm. Um, so there was a lunar eclipse last night, John. You remember this? Did you hear? I about saw it? it. Oh, you saw it. How I was saw it, it on your? Was it a full on your trajectory? Uh, I don't know, but it was what did it cool. Look like? The it was a huge full moon, and the bottom part was shaded. Oh, got it. Okay, so we had a full, 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 crazy lunar eclipse. Whoa! And. So, and it was this, it, it was wild. So, uh, I wrote this text to Grant cause I was feeling very weird last night because, you know, mm. sometimes the moon, the moon can make things weird. You know what I mean? Oh, it definitely. I believe in all that. Um, so I said, I, this is, I'm going to read you this text cause I feel like it's better than, than my probable attempt to describe it. I, I was, I said, I had Weezer's blue album playing and timed up perfectly. I was laying in the driveway on my back. I had a few candles burning. The sky was totally clear. There were no there were no clouds. There's nothing. And I watched the moon for about 35 minutes. Only in dreams. You know that song? Only in dreams. Mm. That song, it was so good. Peaked right as the moon, the last chunk of it got co- covered and it turned 
like this crazy blood red, just the whole moon. Whoa. And you could see every little contour in it. It was perfect. It was red and it was just this rock. All of a sudden, I had this distinct realization that I was staring at nothing more than a massive rock that's just floating around in the sky. Yeah. For no apparent reason. It's just there because of gravity. And then I thought about how all those tiny dots are actual massive stars, mm-hmm. which are all huge beyond any of our wildest conceptions. Because, like, the sun is casting a shadow past the Earth onto the moon, and it's illuminating yeah. everything. And it's just – it's 93 million miles away. It's still that bright. Anyway, and, and – um, and for a minute, the moon was just a giant red rock, and I thought at the time that it might be the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Perhaps it was. I took it as a sign that things could go well for rollers. And then, this is just the first part of my very strange two-day span that I'm on drawn. And then, mm. the moon turned a deadly gray, and there was no direct light on it, and all the red was gone, and it was just this like pale gray but not the the white kind of shiny moon that we're used to. At first it was kind of cool, but then I started to get super antsy and I swear it got colder and I was just like really getting deep in my head. And I came inside the house and just stared in the mirror for like 15 minutes trying to figure out what was going on because I was just like questioning the movie and I could hear like every sound and I just sort of just got obsessed. Like I just got really stuck in this idea of like how tiny we are and, and not in a great way. And then I started getting stuff mm. done. And then, yeah, anyway, so um, it was interesting. Wait, what's the resolution? What's well, the resolution? What did you do? And then, okay, well, uh, so the resolution, I, didn't, I I was talking to someone, I won't throw anyone under the bus, who is mm-hmm. sort of a social media um, obsessed type folk. And it's just not my, you know, that's just not my, my jam. And, um, and while listening to this person talk, uh, th- this person, I remembered that my life is very small and that nothing I do really matters that much. And I'll never know why I was born. And I will never know why I was born when I was or where I was. But it's awesome that I get to do what I love. And I hope to get some other people excited about what, doing what they love. Because there's no point in trying to climb a ladder when we're all just floating around on a giant rock in the universe that's bigger than any of us could possibly imagine. And that was the resolution. And it was actually a really good resolution because I think I need to be a little bit in that freed up headspace because, you know, if I start thinking this movie's too important, uh, it's going to not, not, not go well, you know? Yeah. How did that social media thing though fit in? What is that? What do you mean by that? What well, was their yeah, take? See, it's hard without that well, threw they you were off. Just like this person is just like kind of a classic networker type. And there's nothing uh-huh, wrong with okay. that, but they just had like, they were just very tuned in to every single thing that's going on and Instagram is their whole life. And I was just like, wow, this is, and they literally make a living consulting with like helping people get more Instagrams. Like that's their whole shtick. And I was like, mm. Ooh, that's real fleeting. You know, have you heard about this egg Zay? No. The Instagram picture, the egg. No, I don't know. Is this a new, like, is it this or that type thing? No, I wish it were. That sounds way more interesting. It should be. No, somebody just put up a picture of an egg, and they got it to get the most likes of any picture Mm -mm. ever. Yeah. 
Oh my word! I didn't know about it. My life partner they showed probably it to think me they're doing something so important. Well, then they immediately started raising money off of it, mm-hmm. apparently. But yeah, I think wouldn't oh, you? They word. got like they got like eighty trillion likes, you know, in all mm. on one page. Like, of course, somebody's gonna Hold try on. to raise money, let me right? See. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it, and I'll like it. Okay. No, I'm not yeah. gonna like it. F that. I'm not liking it. Hold on. Did you did you find it? No. Why am I even wasting this much of my life on this garbage? On um, the egg thing, yeah. I know that's what I felt. Like, when I saw that, like, wh- who cares? What are we doing? I've got eggs in my fridge. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's a good reminder. But you were saying, do okay, so, you, you get a chance on this rock to do what you love. And I think that's the, that's the message, right? Well, not even – yeah, and the thing is, dude, not everyone does get to do what they love. But you know what? The fact that I do – I don't need to. I, I I don't need to. I need to do a good job of doing what I love. Okay, so yeah. the second thing, John, today. Yeah. Um, you know, it just feels like all these things have been lining up. Like last night was the night when I kind of sent out the new version of the script to everyone, mm-hmm. and I sent like sort of an inspirational note and like, you yeah. know, because I was in a weird headspace and I just got everybody kind of pumped up and stuff this morning, and um, and then this morning we went got many petties, and I'm just thinking, you know, everybody's like, dude, this new script. <laughs> That everybody's like, man, it's so tight. Like I liked it before, but I really like it even more now. And it's really come together mm. and I'm so excited and all the cast. And these are excited. actors and pro- like people yeah, that are producing various people it that, that are, are saying involved. this. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I'm just getting all these like good signs. And then the moon thing kind of happened. And I was like, wow, this feels weirdly. It's just like t- last night and tonight today. I mean, you know, I mentioned Theo's here, like, Today is is a huge ramp up in terms of how close we are to everything compared to yesterday, uh, compared to last week. You know, and obviously right. last week was a huge ramp up from the week before. But yeah, the, the, starting today, we are like deep in it because starting a week from today, we're in rollers. You know, like oh, a week from right now, we will be hanging pictures and moving desks and you know we're in there which is i'm gonna try to remember to ask you this as we go forward but how much sleep are you getting right now on average a night Mm. please do keep asking me that sorry i was just drinking some smoothie please do keep asking me right now i'm getting between six and eight so that's enough. not bad. No, no, not at all. I'm being very I've got a protective. puppy. I'm getting way less than that. Well, that's your fault for getting a puppy. Oh, just kidding. So are you true. doing the thing where you like take him out at night and stuff? Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Like every he's hour. Like, so. He's like two months. Yeah. He's yeah. got to go out like every couple hours. Oof. Um, oh, it's a lot. Oh, but anyway, John, so today we went and got Manny Petties. It was great. We're all having a blast one of my EPs, they have like, they, they, they're lawyers and sales reps. And I mean, they, they have like 10 projects, no joke. They're yeah. involved with 10 projects at Sundance this year alone. And so they're These heading are EP to Sundance executive producers, executive producers. Yeah. And, um, Elsa Ramo and Tiffany Boyle are, are the, are the two and they, they are Ramo law. And, um, basically they're going to Sundance and, and she was like, yeah, Sundance is like kind of dead this year. We'll see. Like, you know, maybe something great will come, but a lot of the cool, exciting stuff is already bought and mm. not that many people seem that excited about the festival. And she's like, you know, the good news is though, like 
she's like some years just have like really good sort of shooting like juju in LA. She's like, there are years where like everything's going well and people feel good. And then there are years where everybody's like, this is just like a disaster, you know? Cause like, you remember like everybody, the way talk, everybody talks about 1969 being kind of this, like in 1970 being, it was just a weird, weird time to be in LA. She's kind of like, it's actually like kind of a good time to be making a movie right here. Like people are happy. The morale seems good, you know? Mm. So I was like, you know, that's kind of cool that like that's going on. Because riding I, I did wave. have this feeling, yeah, I was like, maybe I'm just riding this wave. Maybe, you know, this is the year. She, because she was even saying that, you know, a lot of things have changed dramatically over the last two, three years in the sales market. And I've even seen mm. that in the years that we've been at Sundance is like the difference between two years ago versus last year versus three years ago. They're all like really different, but they've all there have been some trends that have kind of been developing. And I think this year will be the most radical sort of departure from relative norm normality norm, normalcy i don't i don't know how to use words and um in to what she, direction no one really knows because things like netflix and amazon no one knows what they're gonna do and and like mm. last year they didn't really buy anything at sundance and it crushed the market and then this year it could be even worse but it could be because a lot of stuff's getting pre-bought and so the market aspect of, of festivals like Sundance is, is not nearly as interesting as it used to be. And so who knows? But my point is, I think that by the time we're really getting deep into the festival thing, she feels – and I've actually heard a few other people you know, say this, that like obviously there's still going to be 100,000 variables and no one really knows what's going to happen. But at the same time, it does seem like the uncertainty around how – digital giants entering the marketplace it does seem that some of that uncertainty might die down or that the market mm. might stabilize a little bit in the next 12 months or so um and Sundance you're saying things really are going to be, be breaking major... in your favor uh yeah that's what it seems like yeah that's that's good i know it's really good because we'll just not necessarily that more of movies like rollers will be getting sold but just that we're going to know more about the marketplace as we're positioning it. Whereas a lot of people going to Sundance this year are like, I don't know what the F is going on. I'm just like hanging on for dear life. And that right. would not be a fun situation to be in. So yeah, dude, things are going well. Okay. So then John today, this is just kind of my, like astrology update, right? So I'm feeling really good. Elsa's telling me all this. <laughs> I'm like feeling really yeah. good about things. I'm like, man, great shooting Juju in, in, in LA, beautiful weather. The cast and crew are like jacked out of their minds. And, and I have another thought on that. They're all just like so pumped. And I'm thinking like, this is great. And then we're eating tacos, just some delicious, delicious tacos on Wilshire Boulevard mm. in the middle of Hollywood, basically. And um, we hear this like thud and somebody's like yelling help. And all of a sudden, about half a block down, this lady, this young woman, actually, she's probably in her mid 20s, got hit by mm. a car. And was what? laying on the ground, and like her takeout is like splayed out everywhere. She's laying on the ground, and at first I was like, "Man, it seems like maybe she's got help." And then like all this traffic started piling up, so I like ran over, and it was right in the middle of an intersection. So I just kind of ran over and started telling cars to go around and stuff because everybody was really confused. But I didn't have my shoes on. I literally had what? no shoes on because I took my shoes off to let my nails, my my purple toenails breathe, so that I didn't mess up my nail oh. polish. Boy. So I was standing in the middle of Wilshire Boulevard with this 20-something-year-old woman weeping on the asphalt 
oh no basically immobilized 10 feet away and i'm like telling cars to like stop and like literally standing in the middle of wilshire an intersection of la brea no not la brea something in wilshire barefoot with purple toenails directing traffic oh. it was bizarre and oh, the lady no. that hit her was still there like it was dude i was shaking for 25 minutes afterwards not because it was like it was just it, it was just an intense experience because i'm like wondering what's going to happen to this girl and if she's okay what? but like i don't know they took her off in an ambulance i'll never know i'll never know what happened to How- her how badly did she get hurt? She seemed pretty hurt. I mean, she wasn't really moving. She just could talk, and I'm really hoping her neck was okay, but I don't know. It was Whoa. very strange. It was intense. Um, and I, like, what? you know, like, the ambulance and the fire truck, like, pulled up into the intersection, and I was just, like, in the middle of it for a few minutes. Like, it was very strange. It was bizarre. And I, it was just I weird was... that we, like, witnessed it. I was just talking like as I was walking out of the taco place, I was like kind of talking about how all of that stuff. And then boom, this lady gets, it was strange. I was expecting that you were going to say you were going to disrupt a film shoot in progress that you were going to run on to a a shoot by accident with your purple toenails and like trying to help a lady. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to start screaming at you. You know, John, I will say that I don't want to like, I don't know who this woman is. So I feel like I can kind of talk about it with some sure amount of like distance, but I don't want to like make light of the situation. But as I was coming home, there was this bizarre feeling where I was like, that was so strange. Hmm that it did almost feel like one of those things where like if I was in a movie, I would almost be wondering if like that was for some reason like staged by the government somehow, or it was just so out of place and it was so, I'm not actually thinking that this is what happened, but it's that weird feeling where you're like, what? Like partly because accidents like that, no one knows what to do. You know, like there's right. not the police don't even the police didn't even show up. I didn't even see the police. All I saw was a a, 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 a fire truck and an ambulance. And like there was no tape. There was no one telling me to stand back. It was literally just me and like five other people and a woman sobbing on the ground in a Toyota Corolla parked with the door open in the middle of Wilshire Boulevard and like three different takeout items just like laying on the asphalt and then 10 minutes later i had kind of gone back to our table because you know the the paramedics and everybody come and like 10 minutes later we're walking and like her food is just still like laying in the middle of the street it was a bizarre image it was like oh yeah no one it's no one's job to pick up her tacos right it was just very strange in an instant you know she had plans that evening Mm mm-hmm yeah, she didn't think that she was going to be spending the day in the fulfilled. hospital or maybe the next month in the hospital. I don't know. It was very weird. Um, it made me very grateful um, that I'm healthy, but it was also just very strange. You might have saved her life. I don't know. I, I doubt it. I don't think it was anything heroic like that. I think it was more like uh, – I don't know. Anyway, the so that happened um, – but dude, Cass is great. I mean, we're doing fittings like all the time. We've got a table read, which is basically, uh, I want to call you in actually so that you can listen if you want. We're going to be doing that. Um, I'd love to. We're going to be doing that Wednesday night. 
I'm going to record that. Oh, you know, another thing, John, man, so many updates. This is why this, this is great. The other night, um, Tara and I were working and I just started to get the feeling. I was like, man, this is just too good to be true. This is too easy. Nothing's blown up yet. And then that's when I realized I was like, oh yeah, we have to be out of the venue on February 9th completely. Like it's already been rented to somebody else. We have to undress most of the venue and put take oh, down my. all of our decorations, all that kind of stuff in the middle of our three week ch- chunk there. And Tara was like, this is a disaster. And so it was hilarious though, dude, because I feel like I told Tara this and I actually recorded the entire sort of two hour, like let's figure out what we're going to do really turn around. Yeah. I recorded the whole thing on my iPhone. So I kind of want to like use that for behind the scenes. Cause it was super interesting. Just like, talking about getting our head around the problem. And I think you would find it. I don't know that I'll necessarily ever post it publicly, but maybe I'll post like a cut down version. I think people would honestly find a lot of it very boring, but you might like it Mm. because it's very like technical and, but it's also just me being a weirdo. And because like in those moments, like I get the way I deal with stress is I just sort of make things light and I try to be fun. And it's funny even thinking about that whole situation. It's funny thinking about that whole situation. That happened. Did you guys get it resolved? Yeah, for the most part. Basically, what we figured out is that we have to shoot the bar section of the Mm. movie. We have to make sure that anything including the bar, which is sort of the back room of the venue, there's these big shutters that open into it. And so we had to make sure that we shoot everything relating to the bar in a certain time frame because we have mm-hmm. to wrap it out and then we can't go in there anymore. Um, so that was the big, that was really the big solution. And then the real work was, cause we figured out if we do that, we can make it work. And then the real work was figuring out how to actually see if that's realistic. And it was so, and, and it was one of those things I felt like about halfway through, I was like, you know, I think this could make the movie better. Like, I think this is one of those weird things. It feels like a crisis, but it's going to make us examine certain other problems from a different perspective. And I feel like it's going to, it's going to lead to some things. And it actually did it. it, I'm more excited about the schedule than I was because uh, it's, it's hard to get into it without like every single boring detail, but it, it led to some really good stuff. Well, you can see the not to be a cornball here, but like the power of positive thinking in a way mm-hmm. you're seeing everything that's happening instead of you seeing it as a setback. You're like, this could actually turn out well for me. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're not seeing each thing as some big problem. It, everything's a potential uh, benefit. And right. I think you're going <laughs> to that's going to help you a lot. Thanks. Just that mindset. Preach. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. I'm watching self-tape auditions for five different, four different roles, soon to be five. Um, is that which, late? That seems crazy late to me. Aren't you going to shoot in like a week and a half? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Yeah. No, I mean, it's some of these smaller roles. It, it sometimes okay. has to cast at the last minute, but no, it's, uh, sure. it's a mess, dude. It's, no, it's not a mess. We're, I shouldn't say that. It's actually not. It's totally fine. 
Um, it feels like a mess, but this is actually kind of the controlled chaos of movie making, you know? Um, right. Okay, you can't so make nothing atypical. No, no, no. Um, some of these roles, we don't really need them until like the middle of February. And, you know, it's, sure. you know, it's a 20 day okay. shoot. It's not like we're just, everyone's on screen all at once. Um, what else though? I mean, we're planning stuff for, you know, the big, the big concert sequences are going to be shot on February 7th. As I have mentioned before, if you want mm-hmm. to be a part of that, if you want to be an extra, if you want to be a featured extra, let me know how much time you want to spend on this movie, because I will find something for you to do. Um, and also even if, if you want to make a hundred bucks, yeah. If you want to make a hundred bucks on the side, um, I want, to get some promotion for my side project, my little side website, www.johnscats.com. So somebody is willing to get a face tattoo of www.johnscats.com. I'll give you a hundred bucks. You also will if, not be on If camera. you make it in the movie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, which you won't. Uh, that's not true if you will if you own that site otherwise if i have to clear it man dude that's one thing i you know john here's a thought a thought for you yeah i'm Mm. not used to writing scripts that actually get Mm -hmm. made and man it's honestly a lot of what i've been doing lately is just cleaning things up because when you're writing a script to be read it's just a very different need whereas the script that i am finishing right now is a real uh it's a real blueprint for the movie and every single word kind of matters because tara's like hey in this scene the crew's not going to know where the first setup is or like you know what i mean like we're not going to know like who needs to be there unless you tell us on that day mm. and we're not mm-hmm. going to know what props are needed unless we kind of like have this established in a certain way and it's all very doable. It's just funny because I was like, oh, yeah, scripts are incredibly technical documents. You know, they're not these, you know, big creative fun fests. They can be that if they're spec, but when you're really shooting, you got to get very, very technical. Right. It's not like a little novella or something. No, no, nothing like that. Anyway, man, speaking of technical, this has been a very me just rambling episode. But you know what? I feel like it's going to just kind of be a little bit of that. Sorry, guys. Well, you know what? It's the it's the rollers uh, it's the rollers parade going on right mm-hmm. now. You know, you guys are in the thick of it, and um, you know what else is there to talk about? I don't know. I will say, anyone who's um, interested or, or just joining us, you know, and I feel like as as more press comes out, you know, there's going to be a lot more people kind of jumping on the the wagon. <clears throat> if you want to go back to the beginning, you're more than welcome to. And and basically, the easiest way to listen to all the episodes is uh relating specifically to rollers if you want to skip everything else just find all the episodes labeled the rollers diaries which is most of them but you know as we begin talking about other projects you'll kind of know uh which ones are most most related uh what else oh john one thing that's fun we um one of the sort of pieces of of rollers swag that's going to be in the movie is Mm. jumpsuits like custom made jumpsuits that we made um what no way i mean they're not custom tailored but we got these white coveralls short sleeve coveralls and then Susie and i and tara worked on finding a good color and we dyed them at my house 
and uh, we're going to get them screen printed. Um, and dude, costumes in general, oh my word, they're so fun. Actors, or, you know, I'm getting sent pictures from Susie, our costume de- designer, all the time with fittings. Yeah. And our, dude, our actors are starting to get their hairs done and they're looking so good. Um, the, yeah, I, I, oh man, I can't wait to do our big, like, cast reveal. That'll come yeah, soon. Yeah, when is that, when is that going to happen? I got to talk to Tara. Tara's a real slave driver, you know? Sheesh, come she on, really Tara, got let the, do it. She really got the clamps on it. But uh, <laughs> we'll get him out there. I think soon, you know, we've got a really great PR guy that's going to be helping us out who's a good buddy of Tara's. And mm. hopefully soon. I mean, we'll see. Um, what else is going on, dude? I don't know. What's what's new with you? Give me the update. You got a puppy. Oh, man. We got this puppy. He's driving me absolutely crazy. No. But he's the cutest little, he's the cutest little fluff ball, you, you know? He's just, uh, what do you expect, you dork? He's a puppy. Oh, he's just, he's nuts. You know, he's just smart and he already knows a bunch of tricks and he's oh, already house trained. No he's way. fantastic. Nuh-uh. Yeah, man. I've been working with him. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, I've been working with him. He's the best trained dog ever. He's pretty good so far. I mean, you know, he has a little mistake here and there, but he's pretty fantastic. No, the dogs kind of want to please you. If you actually learn how they want to be trained and how their brains work, they learn quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he's bad, I just electrocute him. Mm. It's worked so well so far. So smart. What do you use, like some jumper cables? I got a battery and a couple uh-huh. wires. I told a lady one time that that's how I disciplined my kids, my children. I said, what? worse than that, I said, whenever they're bad, I just fill a bathtub up, put them in the bathtub, plug in a toaster, and throw the toaster in the bathtub. That's and the so lady. not funny. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've told this story before, but. <laughs> no, you have not. It, it is funny because it's ridiculous if. Well, Basically, what I them. said is, every time they're bad, I kill them. It's the no, stupidest it's, thing. You're right. It's it's very silly. It was in it's response dumb. to somebody asking me if I spanked my kids. I said, no, I don't spank them, but I do. Oh, oh, okay. kill them. You didn't just offer each time this information freely. Like, right, right. Hey, no, lady, I didn't just walk up to a lady at the bus stop. Hey, by the way. Anyway. Uh, no, having a puppy is great. It's uh, it's just a barrel of fun and waking up constantly and picking up dog shit constantly. Picking picking up dog shit from inside the house. Sorry, I was putting some food away. No, no, just outside. I mean, you don't want you don't want dog crap everywhere. I mean, oh you yeah, pick it I up. Pick you up gotta tidy up after this creature. You know what I'm saying? I do that. But he pays usually. he pays you back with love. Mm-hmm. Dude, dog love is worth its weight in food any day. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, although, you know, I'm surprised. I have two little boys, and they just could not really give a rip about this dog. They don't no. get it. Yeah, they're not really that into it. John, I don't <laughs> I, believe that for one hot second. It's really strange. They're just they like, are obsessed. They're Come kinda, on. Tell me the truth. No, I'm being dead serious. They tolerate him, but not much more. They're just, they don't have time for him. They'll fall in love with him. They will when he's a little older, but right now it's a lot mm-hmm. of like boundary setting and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, they're just like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's that's really interesting, actually. Well, John, this has been great. Thanks for let, letting me um, letting me vent. I, I, I do want to like set up some great progress is being made. Um, it is great progress. Well, and and John, I want to I want to make one kind of comment going forward. First of all, one great way yeah. to get sort of daily or especially once we're in shooting more than daily updates is to follow us on Instagram mm. at rollers movie. 
Um, we're going to be posting all sorts of stuff. We're going to be posting. I, I really like this idea of having an ongoing story thread for the Instagram page of uh, sort of how people involved with the movie have experienced music throughout their lives. So I posted a couple of photos of me being a big dork, you know, performing or, or, or with other people. We've got a very special photo that we're going to be <laughs> posting of Tara meeting a very, very famous celebrity as a young child. Um, and we're going to be posting like videos and photos of just John different... Travolta. No, good guess though. Close. Not really? close. No, not even, not even really in the same ballpark. Um, Dang. All right. That's okay. Elton You'll John. love who it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, anyway. And okay. so we're going to be doing that kind of stuff. We're also going to be posting like behind the scenes stuff. I mean, it's just, it's going to be really fun. That's the best way to kind of keep up on it. And also, uh, I had another, uh, oh yeah, I think it is possible. Like we discussed last time, I don't know how often we're going to be putting out up updates. It could be that for the next month, the posting is a little bit less scheduled you know, a little bit less like, yeah, you get your episode Tuesday morning at 1 a.m. And uh, it's going to be there be every like time. the paper boy in New Jersey. You get it if you get it. Yes. <laughs> Is that how it works in New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. My neighborhood. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, dude, you get it if you get it. That's how this You get it works. if you get it. Oh, I fine. love it. That's so good. So you'll get it if you get it. Some episodes, John, they might be me calling you and I'm on speakerphone and they're 10 minutes long. Some might be done from set. We're just going to – because I'm more interested in the raw details than I am in these like perfectly polished episodes for this chunk. I might have to slip in an entire episode though while you're not looking. It's just Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. I love it. Can you also slip in an episode of you just talking by yourself for several hours? Hey, listen up, kids. Can do. I would love Can to do, see what will you come do. up with. Just take that dog um, for a walk, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I will. Um, well, Uncle Zay, it's been great. We'll talk soon. It has been great. Pleasure okay. as always. Get some good right. sleep and uh, good luck on the movie, my dude. Thanks, bud. Talk soon. Talk to talk, t- <laughs> talk soon. Talk tune, baby. Talk to. All right, Talk tune. Talk tune, you dork. Today's episode of, I guess we'll do it that way, was produced by Zay Smallman. Edited by Lil Johnny Bear. Cover art by Nate Giordano. Opening and closing song only in dreams by Weezer. This has been a Mama Bear production.